Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings to all our viewers out there and those that are listening to us on VOH Radio around the nation. This is Mike Petro. Well, today, I mean, we got a, a wonderful uh, a conference going on here in Houston, and it's it's just like, you know, people are hungry right now. I'm just noticing that the people that are here that are, that are at this, this conference are really uh, hungry to hear the things of the kingdom of God. And I, I, I realized that, you know, Brian, when hip-hop, when I first heard it, I, I really had a hard time understanding hip-hop. But I began to realize, I began to look back in the Bible, David and the Psalms and the cantors in the early church, they would sing the scriptures and they would, they would preach the scriptures and sing them at the same time. I'm here with Brian Trejo. Hallelujah from Kingdom Music Ministries and and uh, this brother. I just want to say this before we get kick this thing off. I met Brian two years ago, and right from the very get go, I, I just loved his heart. I I seen his heart for the things of the kingdom of God, and uh, he has a desire for people to meet Jesus. It's not about just the music; it's about people getting to know Jesus. Yeah. Amen, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always awesome uh, to be around you and the wisdom you pour out. And Amen. definitely when I met you, I, I recognize uh, God has given you uh, wisdom for the remnant and, to, and you definitely share it the right way. So I, I see why he keeps pouring into you. Amen. Thank God for you. It's the battle. It's Amen. the battle to get people ready, right? Amen. And you're right. Hip-hop, uh, hip, hip-hop the enemy perverted it. Like, like God gives us these gifts, time, mm. talent, and treasures. And growing up, the music was polluting me. It was my yeah. theme music for murder, theme music for selling drugs, for sex, and... and mm. um. When I didn't want it, God began to write songs on my heart, and yeah. it's, it was like the like cutting off the giant's head with his own sword now, because yeah. it was it was created to glorify God. And I always tell I always tell uh, people, man, that sometimes the only sermon some of these people are gonna hear is through their headphones. Yeah. So we might as well take the airways back for the kingdom of Christ. You know, it's crazy. You're right because when you look at hip hop in the in the natural, it's such a negative message with so many people. It's it's like. When these young kids are hearing it, they're just polluting their mind, polluting their soul that, you know, men like yourself, men like me that have to take them through a washing process to get them out of it. Yeah. That's the real battle, brother. And now you're bringing a message that is completely changing that narrative. I, I, I've talked to people that were, didn't even know there was Christian hip hop. Yeah. And when we present it to them, they're like, wow. This is really good stuff. Yeah. I even get it when people raise their eyebrow towards it because I get it. Because let's be honest, you, you have people to say Jesus and then when music goes off, it's not Jesus. So I get that part. Like, 
That's why I said always test the spirit, see see if it's of God, look at the fruit. Amen. You know what I mean? And you, you could tell when the music goes off if that's the lifestyle they live, because I believe that's where the anointing comes from, your, pri your private time, right? Yeah. Spending time with the Father, and then you get to, uh, publicly something inside of you gets to be displayed and shared with the public, right? Amen. So the inner court is for you, the outer court is for them, the public, Amen. right? Hey, brother, you're, hey. you're, preaching my, you're preaching my message now. <laughs> hey, when you was breaking it down earlier, I was like... Like you, it was all confirmation, but you were saying it in a way that I've been desiring to hear it. Amen. Because the Holy Spirit been revealing so many things about that, and for you to break it down like that, I was just sitting there like in awe. Of like, man, God, you surely know how to give me a dose of a fresh glass of ice water to my soul when I need it. You know what I mean? Amen. Well, you know what the, the crazy thing is? It's where are we? Are we an outer court Christian? Are we a holy place Christian? Are we a holy of holies Christian? Right? Yeah. I mean, God wants the Lord wants us to have everything. Yeah. He wants us to see the glory. He wants us to swim in the glory. Yeah. You know, I grew up under pastors that would tell me, you know, you can't touch God's glory. And then all of a sudden I read about Moses. He was covered in it. He was glowing in it. I was like, well, how about Moses, right? Yeah. It was a wake-up call for me. So, I, you know, it's all where people are at. Yeah. So I think when you don't want it, it shows. That, that God's glory shows on you. I think when, when people want it, that God is like, you're trying to take. You know what I mean? Amen. Yeah. So, brother, I mean, there's so many things going on right now. I mean, things going on in the earth, things going on in, in the government, things going on in the church. Yeah. I mean, right now we are seeing the kinks in the religious system. We're seeing the holes in the garments right now, right? Oh, very true, very true. The, the church is being exposed for being more worldly than, than trusting in Jesus for the for his kingdom, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm seeing it everywhere. And I got friends all over the world that are telling me this pastors and 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 men of God. But I I believe something's getting ready to happen. What what is the Lord speaking to you? What do you see? What's the Lord showing you about where we're at right now? Man, doing ministry like and I think preparation, preparing. Right, yeah. and I think it's so it's so easy to be caught being busy at times. I've been like seven, eight years traveling and yeah. and doing all this. Uh, I started getting distracted, yeah. like and I, and, uh, and God, I, we actually was gonna start a record label, Pastor Eno, mm. and everything was beautiful. It was about to drop on my lap. The distribution It was like the dream that every Christian hip hop artist or minister would want. Like this is it, and I had no peace. It was like recently, these last couple months, and and I wouldn't sign the contract and. I told God, I said, I never started rapping to uh, get rich or Amen. chase a bag. I said, I, I wanted to win souls for you. Amen. And I said, uh, and I want to promote character. I don't want to, I don't want to make it a business. I don't want a percentage off that nobody. God, I just want to, I don't want to be disqualified at the end of the race. Yeah. And I've seen how the enemy can easily slide these things, the routine of a, a religion, a, tra a tradition, and you begin, just do it. You know, yeah. And it looks like it's right. It's like we're doing it the right way. But I believe God, God as long as we're sensitive, our ears are open in these last days, I believe we, his children will hear his voice and they'll be led by him. You know what I mean? And, and oh, yeah. I, I thank God that I'm sensitive to the voice that even though it looked like a God move, it wasn't a God move. Amen. Even though it was in Jesus' name, it, it, God was like, that's your plan, not my plan. Amen. And so stopping it gave me peace and it, and it made, um, I just buried like three brothers to Corona this uh, this uh, last two months. Wow. And one of them was my armor bearer. Wow. And um, as I watched his casket be lowered, uh, Pastor... Um, he had he had business he had a business a construction business he had apps and these all these investments and, and as I watched his, his casket be lowered I was like nothing matters on this earth like all that's gone like nothing matters on this earth yeah but what we do for you Amen. King Jesus and so it made me it made me regroup uh, I want to be st strategic intentional not just with music but where I'm at Amen. and where I'm supposed to be you know and who I'm supposed to be around because I Amen. I don't want to miss those moments you know 
Amen. So well, preparation in this season is what I mean. You, your brother, you're, speak, you're dropping some seeds of wisdom on people right there because, you know what, so many of us think because we're doing something, that it, just because we're doing something, Christian, it's for the Lord. In reality, it's not about what we do. It's about a relationship with Him and teaching other people to have a relationship with Him. Yeah. And, and, and you're hitting it right there because when you watch people that you care about, my, my uncle just died of the COVID just, you know, last month. And I went up, uh, and, you know, to see him. He got the, you know, he got vaccinated, and boom, he was gone. Wow! And I've been—that's what I've been seeing after I, the vax. Yeah, I've been seeing people that have been vaccinated. I haven't seen anybody die from COVID, but every, but I've seen a lot of people die from the vaccination, which is like scary to me because I'm like, mm. and and it's affecting people that I know. Very bright people, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they're acting like they're old, and they're thinking like they're old. And I'm like, within you know days or so, uh, my cousin. He immediately got a, a blood clot in his heart after he got vaccinated, right? And it's crazy. I know we have nurses in our church that won't take the vaccination because they're watching what's happening in the ERs. And they said it's bad. But like when my uncle died, I was like, you know, he was like a mentor to me. And I, when I seen him die of that vaccination, I was like, and he, he was a multimillionaire, ran a, a humongous uh, tractor trailer business that was all over the United States. And I looked and I said, it's all, it's all nothing. Yeah. It's worthless. Yeah. The only thing that we're taking with us, it's like Jesus said, what profits a man if he gains the whole world and loses his only soul, right? Yeah. It's, all, it's all what we, it's all the Jesus we put in us. Yeah. We engraft in us. That's the only thing that's important. Everything else is irrelevant. Imagine yeah. that if every single one of these listeners, all of us, the, the, if we would wake up and remember like, okay, what I'm going to do today, it has to count for the kingdom of Christ. Amen. So it, every preacher wouldn't preach what he wanted to preach. Every minister of music wouldn't sing what they want to sing. Everything would be like, I can't afford to sing or say what I want to say. I got to say what God wants me to say. I think this world will be impacted, not just on from one person, but from a whole body moving in the same area. Like, let's make it count. Last, This is our last play. Uh, we're about to do touchdown, a long pass, you know what Amen. I mean? And Amen. we're going to make it count. And um, I think every day, if we lived every day like that, like, God, I want to make today count for you because I'm not promised tomorrow or the rest of the day. So let me wake up with the Amen. right heart. Let me forgive. Let me have loose hands. Let me, you know, let me, whatever matters to you is what I want to do is what I'm saying. You, you know, when I, when I study the early church, like the apostles, they were really fathers. You know, I grew up, uh, partially the time I grew up, I was Catholic. And so you, you, everybody called the priest father. Yeah. But it was a title. Yeah. In the early church, it was a relationship. Ooh, that's good. That's good. So, because all of a sudden, you know, when, when they're calling them, when they're calling them fathers, it's like, because they had real relationship. And so when I see leadership in the body of Christ, I see people that are able to impact others as a father would impact the son. And one of the things I do see in your ministry, brother, is you have a fatherly anointing. Amen. Because I see your crew around you. I see your guys. I see the, the, the family. Yeah. And, and, and too many churches right now have social clubs. Yeah. We, the church needs to become a family again. Family. We need to get back to that place where, you know, we are we, we are a body. We are a family. Yeah. So what? Your sister chirps at you. So what? Your brother, you know, takes a swing at you. You know, 
that we you get back, you love them again, yeah. you let it go. It's no big deal. You know, that's why Jesus said we got to become like little children. They're fighting, hitting each other with sticks one second and stones, and then the next second they're playing again, right? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, we get older and we got to like, well, you did this and you did that. That's got to go because that's not the heart of God. So so it's the poor the poor in spirit will see the kingdom of God, right? Amen. And when you tell most people, like, what do you, when you think of poor in spirit, they say, what, poverty? And you're like, no, it's not the mindset. It's putting other interests before your own. It's like when you, you yeah. care about other people being blessed before. I believe that everyone, and so the father's heart is just like a mother, like before I eat, let my kids eat. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and I love that my brothers I always tell them, honor each other, love each other. We're like, we're, we, we're a bunch of goofballs. We love to laugh. But when it comes to the things of, of God, we're very serious. Amen. Like we, we be like, man, and I love that because all of us come from different street lives and, and what's called it for us to leave the gang life alone and come into a family that's kingdom and it's clean. And I can sit back and watch them honor and, and they, they, they celebrate. That's the word, celebrate each other. I'm like, man, thank you, Lord. You know what I mean? They celebrate each other. I know what you're saying. I mean, you study the early church. It's the same thing. Yeah, they celebrated. It, it's all about they loved each other. They loved each other. They celebrate each other. And they, they honored what Jesus was doing in each other. Yep. There was no competition. There was no, I, I got this and you don't. And even when it came to, because the early church was about revelation. Yeah. There was so much new revelation that was coming to create the New Testament that people were saying things that the Lord was showing them that they were like, well, where's this coming from? Yep. So they would have to get together, together. to confirm it by two or three witnesses. In union. It wasn't like, oh, you said that and that's not what we believe, right? Yeah. There wasn't that. It was family. And so I, I tell people, we got to get back and start talking like family. What do, you think, what do you think divides us from coming together like that? Religion. Religion. Satan. Yeah. You know, the Lord said, the Lord in the book of Genesis said there'd be two seeds. He said his seed would be an enmity with your seed. And, and when, when Adam fell, right? Yeah. And Satan. And so Jesus comes in the New Testament, he goes, the seed is the word of God. Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that the Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. Man, it breaks my heart. I, I get to see, I, I, I travel to these, all these places and, um, and I'm like, man, like I get to one place, I'm like, why, why aren't the majority of the churches together tonight? Like this, this is a big outreach. You have the sick here, the gangbangers, the drug, like yeah. all of us should be praying at this altar. And But it's like, if their face wasn't, if their church name wasn't on the flyer, if it wasn't their event, we're not going, we're not. And I'm thinking like, that's not the move, man. That's not, that's not, that's not the kingdom. It's not the kingdom, man. See, I learned a lesson a long time ago. I sort of, you know, when I came out of college and stuff and the Lord, thing, the Lord was showing me stuff, I was a little bit religious, right? Yeah. But then I started going to places like India and Africa. Wow. And when I was in India, right, I was like, dang, the Baptists are working with the Pentecostals. Oh. The Pentecostals are working with the Charismatics. The Catholic priests are working with all these guys. They're like brothers. They're all working. Here. And you know what the reason why? And I don't even like to say because I'm afraid it would happen in this country. was the persecution. They had no choice but to, but to link up together. Bingo. Like under the persecution, they put the ideologies and the separations aside and they came together to wow. understand each other and wow. work together as, as like a family. But these brothers were close. It wasn't like, oh, that's, you know, brother so-and-so and he's from that other denomination and so yeah. therefore, 
you know, he's all right, but you know, we we don't, you know, he's a, he's a heretic, right? Yeah. Wasn't like that. But when I when I was in those places and I seen that, even though the theologies weren't the same, these I felt the presence of God. Yeah, like there's churches here you go to, they're completely dead. For those denominations mostly, right? Yeah. Those same denominations in those areas are on fire. Yeah, and you. Like over here, we don't believe in miracles. We don't believe in this. You go over there, there's miracles, yeah. and they believe, they believe it. man. That's it, and they, it follows them. They don't have to beg. Over here, they beg for the miracle. Over yeah. there, they believe in the miracle. There's a difference. You know, begging and believing two different things. I mean, I, I tell everybody you need to take a chance and you need to take time and just go to those places because it's a real wake up call. When people are coming to kill you, when you're hiding from house yeah. to house, yep. I've been in those situations where wow. where I was, you know, so they were, you came they were back, kill you had, me. You had this whole new look, like man, you know what? Uh, like, Did you start linking arms with everybody and just? Uh, you know, when I came back to U.S., I was like, I was nobody knew me in the U.S. Everybody knew me in all these other countries, yeah. right? And I, when I came back here, I was like, well, I don't want to come back here. This is the worst place of everywhere I've been. Like the third world nations, I'd rather be there because they were hungry for God. I come back here, and you got to try to, you know, stoke the fire and throw gasoline yeah, on it to get people them. on fire. Yeah, <laughs> try to coach them. It's like I'm, I ain't coming here to play games. I want to see the fire of God, right? And I, I want to be with people that are on fire for Christ. So. That, that's always been my heart. But, you know, that's what happens when we get comfortable with stuff. Yeah. And we're looking to build our own kingdom. Come on, that's what it is then. And not build Jesus's kingdom, right? Yeah. Right, Brian? Yeah. So, amen. So, another thing, brother, I've noticed too, like, a lot of people love your music. God's right? music, not mine. Well, I, I say the same thing. I, I, mm. What I get is not from, from anybody else but yeah. than Jesus, right? Yeah. Lord's giving you this music, but people see one thing I noticed out of you. There's you, you know. I don't. I want to phrase this right. You're just not a singer. You're a minister. Yeah. I see you ministering to people, where there's other people that are entertainers. Yeah. The, the Lord has gifted you in that area of ministering to people, and and I watch people like I've been to a lot of uh, you know hip hop and and different type of concerts with with different type of musicians. And there's people that are there to celebrate, to dance, and this and that. But when you look at people and they're crying, yeah, and their heart is being moved, that's because the Lord's ministering to that person yeah. through that song, right? And I notice that a lot within your ministry. How's the Lord giving you that? Because it really, you know, to the early church, tears, people crying, was a sign of healing. It comes through brokenness. I'm like, I'll be lying if I'm, I'm broken yet healed. I'm empty yet filled. Like, uh, yeah. I'm at a place where my, my heart grieves. Mm. I went when I because I see people that are sick and in my uh, same sickness that I was sick in, uh, and I just want to put medication on sick areas. Amen. You know. Uh, there's times when I'm hurt by family members that ain't saved and nobody knows that before I go minister, Pastor, I've been cut by words. Yeah. Cut. Like, and I, feel, and I don't sure. feel like going. And But I posture my heart towards God. I'm like, God, I'm going to go. I feel I, I feel wounded, but I got to go help these wounded. God strengthen me. It says, when your weakness, my strength is sufficient. So what the enemy don't know that even though he tries to send people to stop me and backstab and cut me and people, maybe people in church that we help, my family help, and they turn around and spit on you. Um, and I'm like, Lord, I, I got all these knives on my back. I'm, I'm bleeding myself. And mm. what the enemy doesn't know, I love this, that through my brokenness and my open wounds, a more of anointing comes out. Mm. 
You, you know? So what he meant to destroy me, God said, I'm going to use every open wound and his alabaster jaw is going to break everywhere. Amen. As long as he posture, as long as I posture my heart the right way. Yeah. As long as I, if, if, I'm, I'm not trying to fight evil for evil. Have, I say, cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Make my heart right towards you, God. Amen. Don't ever let me stand in the way of what you have for these people, whether it's Amen. in California, Texas, and use me. And you know what? Every time I honor him and acknowledge him, Amen. everything succeeds. Everything Amen. from music to... So whatever, and, and, and you don't have to force an altar call. It comes. You, you know, know what I mean? Those of you that are that are out there listening to this uh, this broadcast, you need to understand this is a word of wisdom. This is a, this is a, this is one of those golden nuggets that I love. The Lord showed me what you were saying a long time ago when when Jesus told Peter, Satan has asked to sift you. Oh, and and a lot of people don't realize they don't listen to what Jesus was telling Peter. See, Satan came to sift Peter to break Peter. Then Jesus said that he prayed that Peter would go through the sifting so that he could convert his brethren. Wow. Meaning he couldn't convert anybody until, until he, went, he through went through the breaking process. Yeah. And see, that's what you're saying right now, Brian. Yeah. You, got it, you got to have been there to, to see people set free. Yeah. And you yeah. said it earlier, the, the, the oil, the anointing is what breaks the yoke, right? Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit. You have to have a brokenness about you. Especially when it comes to sin, like Amen. you don't want to see people in that mindset. So something like it grieves your heart. You know, when you look at it, you look at a city, you look at it, and you're like, man, or you look at church, you're like, man, the body, it's like prostitutes right now. They're unfaithful. Exactly. It breaks my heart, God. Like, give me a word for it, and God to do it. And He'll take something that the world would call foolish. Somebody like me, they don't look like a a a, a, a man who went to a theater. And I had, I didn't. All I know is I know the heart of the author of that book. Amen. That's it. I know it's hard, and it's easy for me to reveal to, to these street street uh, drug uh, gangbangers, prostitutes. It's easy for me to reveal to them. I know the the heart of my father. I meditate on his righteousness, on his tender mercy. Let Amen. me show you the character that he showed me. He is and when I when I share that, man, it's so easy to display his love. Amen. And I speak in a language they can relate to, so it's it's awesome, right? Amen. But the Lord's giving you that ability to reach out. If you were to speak to somebody right now that was in that situation that didn't know Jesus. Oh. That, that, that their, their life is broken. What would you say to him right now? You are not too far from, from being forgiven. I don't care what you've done. You are not far from forgiveness and you're not far from healing. God wants to heal you. He's not mad at you. He's mad about you. Um, I apologize if anybody ever showed you a gospel that wasn't truly his kingdom and it, it was another side of a character and you think well, they're all the same. Man, people make mistakes. My father's not a thief and my father's not a liar. Tender mercy, righteousness, he loves you. There's hope. Cry out to Jesus. Whoever should call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You cry out today, say, Jesus, save me from me. And I bet he'll meet you in the middle of your mess. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, have your way. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah, man. I just love this, brother. I love you, Pastor. Uh, amen. Uh, brother, I I, I'm, I'm so glad I got a chance to sit down with you today. I've been, actually, I've been looking forward to this, just sitting down and doing this interview. But again, I, uh, for those of you that are out there, I'm here with Brian Trejo. And uh, this, this brother is an incredible uh, heart for the things of the kingdom of God. His music just isn't about lyrics. His, his music, the lyrics, the words are truly anointed by God in order to touch a generation of young people that really need to get out of, of that worldly uh, deception. And you know what? Words are powerful. Words started this whole thing in the kingdom. For the, those of you that are out there, we just want to thank you for listening. I mean, I love these interviews, but man, when they're good, they go very fast. We've been here for half an hour. So God bless you. This is Voice of Healing Radio. I'm Mike Petro. Amen. If you
you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.